Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad. I am Eric Smith. Oh, this is episode number 27. Is it? Yes, I'm here as always with Mr. Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are you? Fuck my pediatrician. Telling you, man. 40 minutes of waiting around. 40 minutes I'm sitting there trying to entertain a newborn that wants to go to sleep. You ever done that? I mean, I have not in that context but yeah i've done you that wouldn't before. deal with that pediatrician anymore no would you? i'd be out after about 20 minutes yeah okay thank you um and the continuation of the vitamin d oh my god thing. and then i didn't even get answered didn't get answered you know i think melissa sent me to this one on purpose because it was for the shots and you know he gets the shot and he's like sitting there for a hot second and he's trying to figure out like what the hell is going on and then all of a sudden, he just starts crying like crazy, like he can't even catch his breath. He turned almost green. It was like incredible, like the Hulk. I had a doctor's appointment this morning also Oh, with Quinn. Oh, really? Yeah. Six-month checkup? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. I'm just doing mine late. We went in about a minute later after we checked in. They brought us back. Thanks for this, Sarah. Then, Eric. then yeah. the nurse Appreciate came right that. in. Yeah. This and is just really pleasant. Then the doctor came right in. We were yeah. done in about 15 minutes. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> F*** off. Um, so we, we have a guest here with us today. He's kind of hanging out. Uh, we have Isaac Stout of Real World and The Challenge and the, what is it, the the bucket To catch a predator. No, the bucket list. <laughs> What's the, the bucket list earth? Bucket list club. The bucket list club. That's it. I'm sorry. Down you earth. just said that to me. Let's so, get that let's get that web address one more time. www.bucketlistclub.earth. What's the Instagram? Bucketlistearth, Instagram, Facebook, Dustin I set up Pinterest. Oh, look at this and guy. LinkedIn and a bunch of other things I don't particularly use, but Dustin made. You're going to get a lot of um bucket list people off of LinkedIn? I'm hoping CEO trips. CEO oh, trips, man. That makes sense. That's right. what I'm saying. Running companies, running with the bulls. Nice. See, the thing is, is like um, when my sister was babysitting when she was like 13, 14 years old, she babysat for these people that uh, their whole job, their whole company was centered around corporate retreats, right? Mm-hmm. So they'd take people all over the world. They they literally like climbed like uh, what's like Mount Kilimanjaro or something? Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Jaro. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. That was, like, what they do. I mean, LinkedIn, I mean, where else are you going to get corporate executive, like, corporate retreats, right? That, and, you know, I'd like to do a couple hedge fund trips. Yeah, there you go. You know, young guys with just too much money, and we'll go diving out of helicopters, grabbing on dolphins, and all sorts of crazy, weird bucket list things. Hang out with Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Um, that was a horrible accent. <laughs> I, I kind of decided to accent halfway through, but yeah, didn't it kind of caught. Yeah, yeah. But you know who I'm talking about, old guy, Scottish, yeah. about yay high. Yeah. Um, so we've got Isaac here. Isaac doesn't have any kids. I do not. I don't think no that he knows of that I know of. It's but true. He's been around the world. Been around the world. Uh, I want to thank you for the awesome intro at the beginning, where he introduced both hosts. Um, and not me. Well, right. well, well, we do that. We'll, yeah, we do that every we'll time. We'll chit-chat a little bit and then introduce the guests. Sorry. Yeah. At your podcast, you can introduce everybody. I'm going to. Oh, yeah. once. That'll be, that'll be your that'll thing. That'll be kind and considerate. Yeah, considerate. Yeah, I will yeah we're, we're not considerate in this, in this venue. I can see. Yeah. So welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, and Not Dad. 
That's me, Isaac. Yeah, Stone. that should be mm-hmm. the new the new title. Use that as the intro. Yeah, I'm okay with that. What do you? How do you feel about having children? See, I really want to have children, and I am at the point in my life where I want to have them soon because I don't want to be an ancient father. I want to be able to do stuff with my kids. I don't want to be too old and not be able to right. throw a football or bungee jump, you know? But Because yeah, bungee jumping with your kids, I mean, yeah. every father's get, dream. Yeah, it's a you have to, you gotta, you have to weight the cords differently for babies, but I think but you guys <laughs> yeah. are supposed to tell me that. Yeah. More of rubber banding for that. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah, I'm a bungee. Or right on the right on the sling. I, I mean, they they, they, neck. they do like that a kangaroo sack pooch. They can it's do that pooch. right from birth. They just jump off the table. Marsupials and they do have it. the cord is already boing. Yeah, boing. Careful if they jump too far, they could pop right back in. <laughs> I, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah, well, you guys would know. That's why I'm here to learn. I almost passed out when that baby popped out. Did you? Yeah, I saw the placenta and everything. You ever seen a pl- you ever seen a placenta? Um, not in real life, I don't think. Do you want to do you want to be like in the birthing room with this with this ch- child? Yeah. So you'll like receive well, it. I say that like yeah. Like it would no be ideal. It would be ideal. Well, no, I I think I do, but I feel like once you are actually there in the moment and all that stuff is going down, right? Maybe I sh- will be like, "Whoa, this was a bad idea." Yeah, that's how I felt. I feel like it will change. I think it's. I think it would be like you know, you do all this other stuff like running with the bulls and and that kind of thing. It's the same deal. Like your adrenaline kicks in, and you kind of just yeah, I agree. You with just. That. You, you do it and you're there and like because you know you need to be supportive. Well, my main fear of why I wouldn't want to do it, I think I could see blood in babies and stuff like that. I know I can. But to see your wife, who is your partner for a long period of time, expanding and split wide open. Yeah. I heard pooping. Yeah, pooping is a thing. So, There's poop involved. Yeah, I don't know. There if, wasn't poop in the C-section that I was a part of, but. But I don't know if I can recover from that fully. Like you, you they actually, see, but the thing is, is it. that the, you don't see the poo because um, up until like they're ready to like get that baby out of there, they're wearing basically like a diaper. Is that that's the case, Another right? Sexy image of did, my wife that I want to see. Did, did it was you kind of like a diaper? It was did, like an adult diaper. Well, did Melissa do a lot of pushing or no? Okay, so there was June, no pushing with Bo. June did three hours of pushing. Ooh, yeah. So was there was there poo involved? I tried to avoid like. Pushing? Looking there. Pushing. As, <laughs> there was some pushing there. <laughs> I tried to avoid like my eye contact with the area as much as possible. Yeah, it's just here. Just because I want to kind of maintain, you know. A level of my, propriety my, and respect. My current vision of that area. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It would ruin it, right? Yeah. I mean, it didn't. It, so where I thought you were going when you started, you know, talking about like seeing your wife, I thought you were going to say seeing her in pain. And like feeling bad because that's what I I was just like oh no yeah I was just my whole thing was <laughs> like didn't even cross my mind I, I was the, like oh to yeah the one that's not married you yeah, know it's right. just that's can't imagine why but that's yeah. that's where I was because she was pushing for so long and it was like it was hard and I was just like I just want this to be over I want her to be out of pain um, and I also don't want to see what's happening down there but it goes by really quick three hours of pushing no 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 like the whole day like if you're I mean twenty four hours is like you know, in the snap of a finger. I mean, where were you 24 hours ago? And think about like you know, everything you've done between now. And Seems like it'd like, be a long day, but again, I have no. It's a long day. I don't think like, when the stuff is happening that it's like that. Like everything else is moving quickly. But if you're in the room, that's got to feel longer than. 
I don't think that it felt like I literally looked at the clock and I was like, fuck, we've been here for like three hours. My mom. Did you feel like that at any time? Like my mom says my birth took an eternity. That's because of your the size of your cabeza. It really is though. She (laughs) said that my head was a problem. I I got the same I got the same problem. That's what we that's why we couldn't get Bo out. His head was too big. Yeah. Some people got bigger brain cases than others. My son is in the ninety sixth percentile as far as head size. But second like percentile for weight. Oh, it's all up top. It's, it's all, all up top. He's top heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to run through some uh, questions of somebody that is interested in having kids but has many fears from... Well, what are some of your fears other than the vagina tearing? Um, like about being a dad. That's the big thing. Yeah. Is that I feel like there is no instruction manual. Right. And everybody blames their parents for their stuff. And so it feels like once the baby comes out, it's just like, boom, you're a dad now. Oh, and nobody ever explains what that entails. Yeah. And there are, I mean, there are literally instruction manuals. Like there's so many books, but I think from the beginning, we always said they're worthless. Like, yeah. When you have, once you get the kid, it's like, Okay, now I just have to take care of it. You don't have time to go read a book and like look things up. I don't know how like to you, sign somebody up for kindergarten, much less like start a college yeah. fund. <laughs> that's that's good. I have no idea how to do any of that stuff. But either. aren't you scared to like stop traveling and whatnot? Well, that's my thing also, is I would like to preferably travel with the kid. Um, I've been in numerous hostels. I remember a long time ago, I was in a hostel and just chopping it up with like a six-year-old. And he, his dad had just taken him all around the world in hostels, and he had just a knowledge and old soul about him that he was just sitting there kicking it with me, having a full-grown conversation, completely just cool with himself and his surroundings. Yeah. And I feel like that comes because he's just been in this communal, worldly atmosphere his whole life. So up until I legally have to enroll him in school, I would like to travel with him. Obviously not Do you legally have to like enroll your child in school? Is that like a thing? Yeah. Depends on where your home base is, I think. You have to either homeschool them or, yeah. you, I mean, the state makes you put them in school. Yeah, but if you're, if you're, like, all over the place all the time, then... I don't like, want to, like, evade the government with my child. I want him to learn stuff. But if you're an actual nomad, I don't really know how that would... Like, if you, but he's if not you a don't nomad. Have, He'll I have, like, I'm a home base. I'm not him yeah. in general. I'm, I mean, like, if someone's just a traveler, like, what? who are they reporting to? Well, I want him to have an education. Yeah. To know the stuff. Yeah, so you'll have to, to ground yourself at some point. I know. But up until that point, I think right. I want to travel with them. And then, you know, spring break, summer break, whatever. Maybe you could um, try to figure out how to, like, do all of your traveling in the summer. Or spring break. And spring break. And winter break. And winter break. Memorial Day. Earth Day. President's Day. National Earth, Earth Day's Day is important, but yeah. There, there would also be, like, a window of time where, you, where I think you would want to travel with them. Because it's like... Up until they can remember things, it's not even like I know you want to travel and you want to bring them places, yeah. but for them, I mean, they're not going to be picking up that information in the different cultures until they're like four years old. But like that old soul thing I was telling you about, I think even though they, I think even though they don't, they won't know the Thai culture yeah. just being in that atmosphere while they're growing up as yeah. opposed to being in just in the house and we're the only two people, you know, me and my wife that they, they've ever met it right. just socializes them on a subliminal level where they, they pick up stuff. They just yeah. not maybe specifics. Yeah. I'm hoping. And that's, that's another funny. thing that worries me. 
sometimes you see people that are brothers or sisters, and one of them is just the coolest person on the planet, and the other one sucks, and they had the same parents. So what if I have a baby that sucks? Then you have to have another one and hope that it's cool. Are you saying your brother sucks? I love my brother. <laughs> He's awesome. But what if I have a baby like me? No. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens if you just have a baby and no matter what you do, they start turning into one of those people that it just sucks. They're like annoying. I think that, yeah, I think that like one of the things with regards to that is I have so many fears. Like I had so many fears when Melissa was pregnant about Down syndrome. Like that was my thing. And then, then he came out and I was worried about autism. And then I was worried about, you know, um, is he growing, you know, fast enough? And he's not, he's not, you know, he's underweight and he's not short and this, that, and the other thing. And I think that all these things are just how we f- like self project almost. Like I want him to be a tall, strong, you know, really intelligent, like, always comparing them to like all my friends kids like oh i want them to be smarter and bigger and more advanced than jacks or this or that or whoever you know and it's like i think it's just more internal because he's fine like i was with the doctor today he's fine he's in the second percentile for his weight in first percentile like the 99 percent of other kids his age are bigger than him that's like my thing though that's not his thing he's fine you know, he's developing fine. You never he's, know what kind of gross bird he'll hit. Or, it, right. And and you never know any of that stuff. So, like, it's fear, but it's it's all internal. It's not projecting. any, like, yeah, you're projecting. And it's, like, it has nothing to do necessarily with how, like, I get scared all the time about all these things. And it's just me being worried, you know? See, I don't even worry about Down syndrome or anything like that. I think... I think you will when you, like, I probably when it will, happens. but my main concern is just, like... There's only so much you could do as a parent. And I'm not even worried about my parenting. I think just as a role model, I could be a good influence. I could teach him stuff. I could be around, mm-hmm. you know, dad and friend type of situation. But there's that one person that you just know at a party that's just totally unself-aware, annoying, loud, and everyone just hates him and they can't understand why. Some of that I worried, like, what if he just gets a weird gene and I can't even relate to him? I just have to... Yeah. Pretend his whole life that I like him. Eric, thoughts? I, I mean, I think you're going to be okay because I think he's going to get so much from you that, you know, when I've seen those kind of people, it's usually, well, like, you know, their parents are like that too. Like, I yeah, have a I do feel that, like that. Like, sometimes, that, like, yeah. I have a friend right. that their whole family is just kind of like, when you see them together, it's like, are you guys even related? Right. It's very strange. Um, like, there's there's no camaraderie. Like I have plenty of problems with my family, but when we're together, you know, it's it's just chill and you know, we all know how to talk to each other, but I don't know. I've just seen it where usually it stems from the parents like being kind of weird. Or distant. Exactly. Or too old or too whatever. Yeah. I mean, like there are things that or some parent I mean, a lot of it is parents because a lot of parents fight. A lot of parents do this. A lot of parents are this. You know, it's, yeah, I agree with you, Eric. That is. Boy versus girl also makes me nervous for different reasons. Why is that? Well, theoretically, I think having a boy would be hard at the beginning and easy as they got older. Whereas having a girl is easy at the beginning and hard when she gets older. And what I mean by that is like, I have a sister and a brother. Me and my brother, when we were little, we were absolute terrorists. Anything we could do 
yeah. to get in trouble, to make a mess, to whatever, to raise hell. We did it. And my sister is like, you know, this little angel who did her best all the time to do be perfect. But as a father, once my boy turns 13, 14 years old, I'm going to be like, go get him, son. And my yeah. daughter, I'm going to be like, if anyone looks at you, I'm going to stab him in the throat. <laughs> Like it's so it worries like Will me Smith. so much. Yeah. If she gets pregnant from someone like me, yeah, girls are attracted to like who their father is. Yeah, that's true. Times. And if someone, if if I showed up to my door, I'd stab me in the throat. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Kick me right in my big head. But on the flip side of the coin, what are you most excited about? Um, I'd love to have a mini me as a boy. Like I yeah. would love to have a, just a little boy that I could just download all my life stuff with and hang out with and as a little girl i mean daddy's girl syndrome like girls are the sweetest little th- angels on the planet so yeah it'd be cool to have one of those but i feel like she could live to like 10 well god knows with the social media and all this crazy oh it's nuts it's crazy like girls are just getting older and older younger and younger these days it's yeah. freaky I saw a documentary about all these 13, 12-year-old girls doing all this crazy sexual stuff. Yeah. Like, it's too early. Yeah. By the time, you know, 10 years from now, when I have a 10-year-old, they're going to be, like, hooking. Yeah. Girls look older than what they are, certainly. And they act because they yeah. have access to everything. Everything. Right. Our parents could hide stuff from us. Yeah. Just yep. turn the TV off. I now, don't I don't envy you. Tablets, everything. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't quite thought about how I'm going to handle that. My ex, the ex-girl, I just she had a six-year-old. Yeah. And we walked in on this girl, coolest little girl on the planet. She was watching porno on her iPad. Yeah. Because someone at school had told her what porno was. And she was just chilling, watching it. Yeah. And we didn't want to, like, freak out or make look like she did something bad because she didn't really understand. But she is six years old. And right. she completely understands at least the porno version of what mm. sex is. Yeah. And if it was my ex, I mean, I was freaked out. But if it was my daughter, I would be like. That's crazy. I didn't even start swearing on a regular basis until like seventh grade. And then yeah. the internet. And then we started like downloading like naked pictures of what we thought was Topanga. Yeah. You remember that? Topanga yeah. Smoke show. Yeah. Yeah. And like Pamela Anderson and stuff, like where it would like it would, scroll down yes, the screen, it would d- download line, line, line by, by line. line, channel ninety nine. There'd be four of channel us there 99. watching it. the channel fuzzies, 99. the fuzzies every fifteen minutes. <laughs> see a green boob. Awesome. Yeah, I got in trouble with that one time. Yeah, I think we all did, right? Yeah. Well, uh oh. So, <laughs> more advanced story here. Long story short, you know, I used to watch channel ninety nine religiously and. You know, do whatever you just young on Sundays twice a year. Do just on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Yeah, and you know what you do when you watch Channel ninety nine. Yeah, you hang out with Joe. You hang out, you know, punch the clown, whatever you want to call it. And I was watching it in a room where I could usually hear someone coming. Right. And so I had, you know, my box of tissues or whatever you have. <laughs> yeah. And I've got the remote in the other hand. And just my, in case you need to switch over. Just yep. in case you have to make a quick move. Yeah. You know, myself on the other hand. And again, every 15 minutes you see a blurry green boob. So it's hard to, yeah. you know, it yeah. takes a while. Yeah. So I'm sitting there probably 15 minutes in. 
like cooking a steak over a pilot light, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, like a pilot light that turns on and off <laughs> every so often. And so I'm doing my thing, and I don't hear anything. You know, I'm stopping and checking. And then all of a sudden, the doorknob turns. Oh. And so I'm like, oh, my God. So quick, I have to make the decision, like, turn the channel, throw my accessories and Kleenexes behind the couch. Yes. Put myself away. Yes. And I would got flustered, and I did turn the channel. That's it. That's as far as I got. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. If you just press down from channel 99, it goes to, like, ESPN 1000 or whatever it is. Right. Which plays the strongman competition. At about two in the morning. <laughs> so my father walked in, looked at me with myself in my hand uh-huh. and a box of supplies, looked at the TV, and it's got like Vlarg Olstrin or whatever lifting a 200-pound stone. <laughs> Magnus for Bangerson. Yeah. And he thought I was a, you know, an 11-year-old beating it to uh, uh, the strongman strong competition. Yeah. And he looked at me with the most disgust he's ever looked at me in his yeah. life and then just left. Yeah, that's... So, Thank God for the internet, actually. What would you do? Well, that's a toughie. You you finish up and come out, and I'm, we're going to have a talk. Yeah. What's that talk, though? Like, I feel like it's different now. Yeah, there is, it is a different ex- talk are you now. Are going to explain to them, like, you know, why it's okay to do that? Or are you going to say, hey, don't do that in my house? Oh, I'm gonna, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Right. That. I mean... It would be a weird talk if I knew they were doing it to the strongman competition. Right, yeah, yeah. I just I just mean in general, <laughs> not to the strongman. Because that's just, I mean, ouch. The Atlas Stones. Yeah. <laughs> that, what, that what you like, kid? Yeah. Like, don't get him a, a Playboy. You get him a men's fitness or something. Yeah, I don't know. Cement blocks for Christmas. I yeah. have that, buddy. But I... Uh, but on uh, touching on our past note, there is a weird dichotomy is not the word, but there is a weird benefit to the internet too, and to all this stuff. You were saying you never swore around your daughter. My parents tried not to swear around me too, but they let them slip here and there. Yeah. And so I got the image and the idea in my head like, ooh, that's forbidden. Mm-hmm. So I looked at swear words like, all right, this is like kind of a cool badass thing to do. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Whereas my girlfriend's daughter, she knows every swear word in the book. She's she's heard it from her mom or dad, the right. internet, everything. And when you swear around her, she's like, like I don't like that. She knows what it is, right? But it's not forbidden fruit for her, right? So it's like just don't. It's kind of like alcohol a little bit, right? Yeah. If you're if you lock them in a cage, then you know, yeah, until they're in college, yeah. and then they get out and start hanging around raging, yeah. Houses and, we don't you know. like. I haven't stopped swearing around my kids at all. Like I try to. That's healthy. I try to keep it like a little bit PG, but not really. Um, well, you're not. I'd, I'd rather them hear it and just be like, have an understanding of, hey, you know, don't use this at school. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk to me with it, but they're there. Like, I don't, it it's doesn't no need to be. Deal. Yeah. Right. They're just words. Like, we literally sat there and berated your baby with swear words. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Days ago. That's a true story. Yeah. Mel- you know, Melissa, um, when she was younger at my rehearsal dinner, they, her uncle got up and gave a speech about how Melissa, uh, when she was younger, she was putting on her mom's lipstick and her dad caught her or her uncle caught her. Somebody caught her. And um, they were like, Melissa, what are you doing? You know, she's like three years old. She put on lipstick and she turns around and she goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
How do you get mad at that? Uh, you can't. How do you not I, I laugh don't. At that? You you have to laugh at yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad. I mean, is it's not bad language. Everybody's. I mean, look at TV now versus TV twenty years ago, and what you're allowed to get away with now versus what you're allowed to get away with twenty years ago. You know. I think basically, if you make a huge deal out of it and you act like, oh my god, like again, forbidden fruit, right? Then they're you're you're putting a tool in their arsenal mm-hmm. for when they do want to act out. Right. And you're like, say the f word. I don't effing care. Right. Then they'll be like, well. I gotta figure out some other way to really. What are the seven words you're not supposed to say? Really, you're gonna do this? I don't know. (laughs) Is there? There's seven words, right? Yeah, there's seven. Yeah, I think. I hate you. Move out now. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably less now because I'm. Well, you can say. You can say piss, right? Now, like once on network, I think, and like dramas. Yeah, I think even bitch now. Yeah. Oh yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitch. or son of a bitch. No yeah. f's, no c's, no c's. And some of it's some. But of you it's... see a lot of um, you see a lot of f's on like HBO and whatnot. Yeah, but not on general American broadcasting. Are you, you, are you allowed to use different. the c word on uh, HBO? Yeah, yeah. You can say anything on HBO. You can say anything. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Not a big deal, right? Okay. You can even do that on like British TV. Oh yeah. Well, the Brits are a little bit more. Oh yeah, they have like, with they have boobs in their commercials. Yeah, yeah. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen them. It's pretty sweet. Better than Channel Ninety Nine. They're like bags of sand. <laughs> yeah. They're soft, <laughs> like bags of sand. Um. Well, what else? Holding babies, yeah, that's kind of you. You did good. I tried. I had Isaac over for Friendsgiving this year, well. and he only held my baby. I felt pretty. Well, yours is cool. Yeah, that's other, true. Some of the other ones I don't really trust. Yeah, because they scream. Were they older? Like chill. No, they're all like within two months of each other. So it's like you have one year old. Like uh, Morgan's kid just turned one, and then all the way there's six kids all the way down to like five five months. Alex's yeah. baby's five months. But your baby's always chilling. He's always yeah. happy. And I can tell, like, if I pick him up and hold him, he's just chilling. Whereas yeah. another baby, I'm like, you're just waiting to freak out. And right. Even worse than me and my nerves holding a baby because I think I'm going to break it or squeeze it or drop it is I know if I grab a baby and then it just blows his lid, I'm going to be like, oh, crap. Like, yeah. somebody take it, take it, take it. That's how I felt at when in the delivery room. Yeah, it's like they're so fragile and. I was literally shaking. I was like, "Yeah, you yeah. gave it back to them." Yeah, I gave it back to them because I was going to pass out. <laughs> you ever seen a placenta? Yeah, yeah. Eat them. Not pleasant. Do you want to see a picture of my wife's? No, I do not want to see your wife's placenta. Thank that's you. Not placenta. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh. But it is. A lot of cultures do save the placenta and eat it. Yeah, and then it's they basically a human egg. It's like a. It's like a blood sausage. Is it? I thought it was more like an egg. Yeah. Um, like the egg is pretty much the chicken's. Like a quiche of an placenta, egg? Like is it like sack? Or yeah. They usually make it into like a, a milkshake or something, don't they? I don't know what I they make they it into. Like an omelet. I thought that they like pack it into like they like pack it into some like sausage and then boil it and then just like cut it up and eat it. 
That's gross. Something, something for let's next let's show. look this up real quick. I guess we can just look up like how to eat a placenta. Yeah, I'm sure that'll come up with healthy results. How to eat a placenta. The most common way to eat your placenta and the easiest to swallow is in pill form. In a process what? called what? in a process called placenta encapsulation. Pilcentas? Your placenta is dried, powdered, and sealed into vitamin-sized capsules. <laughs> That's really messed up. Wait, it said the most popular or the most the easiest. There is no way drying a placenta and then putting them in capsule That'll pill form forever. is easy. Sounds expensive too. Yeah, smoothies is a new is another way. Uh, Hillary Duff did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in May, Chrissy Teigen ate placenta after giving birth to... Send it out to be professionally prepped. <laughs> Uphill. You can put most, it into a soup. Yeah, the most common way to eat it smoothie. is pill form. How? Oh, what? whoa, 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 whoa. These people are trying to ruin tacos? Oh placenta God. tacos, anyone? A British food and travel writer decided to go ahead and fry up his wife's placenta with some seasonings and make tacos. He said it kind of... Was like roast brisket. <laughs> I would eat that. It does look pretty appetizing. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'd rather eat a taco that has all that seasoning than just a. I don't know if I could get it down so though. You can cook it like any type of meat. You can cook it. But in just think about this. It's been sauces, sitting inside chili. Yeah, but patty. think about it. It's been sitting inside your body for nine months. Yeah. What else in the entire world? Sits in somebody's body and then for nine months and then you eat it. Every meat we well, eat like yeah, every other thing that you eat. You're eating the dead body of an animal that's been with them for years. You're eating cow's right. butts. Yeah, but it's necks. Yeah, but it's that's their body. That's like their muscle. How is it different? Yeah, I don't know. I just um, good question. It's actually very much newer. It's fresher than, than anything yeah, else you're eating. It's it was just made. Just made had just gave given life to. Mm. Baby, and then I assume that's the sound it makes when it comes yeah. out. Yeah, Splat. Ugh. Pop. No thanks. Melissa didn't save hers. No, we donated cord blood, just in case. Like he needs it. No, just in case. Like um, like to the Cleveland Cord Bank. You like Is there take a lot the, of blood there's like it? no there's stem cells in it. Oh, and then like you'd inject it into like people's knees and stuff. Controversial, isn't it? Uh, not anymore, I don't think. No, I think stem cells are pretty, pretty like widely accepted now. Just yeah, to save them for your your own use. Right. Well, there's private banks. Oh and yeah, then there's pu- right. the public yeah, yeah. bank as well. So like you can say, hey, I I want to pu- privately bank my cord yeah. blood, and they save it all for you specifically. And this is, I mean, this is something we talked about before too. Is like they don't they don't really make it like readily known that you can do that. We only found out like the day of. They're like, oh, do you want to? You want to save some right. cord we blood? We had an overly anxious uh, Lamaze class, and there was like a million questions, and they, the one girl kept asking about cord blood. Would you do a Lamaze class? Yeah. You know what that is? I've seen it on TV. Like TV, yeah. Like, <laughs> like practicing what happens in yeah. breathing when you give birth. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I mean, I would be down with all that stuff, but it's just, you know, once it pops out, it's a whole new game. Ballpark. I got an idea for your next show. You should just roll around the the world looking at people giving birth and how they do it in different yeah, different cultures. Sure. You know, as long as there's no like security at the hospital, that would be right. Crazy. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Jam a camera in there. What's going on in here, guys? <laughs> ready to party? Let's get them out. Um, what else you got for me, Eric? Who me? 
Yeah, who, me? Um, I didn't really have anything today besides uh, the doctor's appointment. You just kind of just kind of covered that quickly. Yep. Hey, so uh, one more question that I got for you. Your favorite nursery rhyme as a kid. Oh, I'll tell you the one I hate. Yeah. Jingleheimer Smith. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name was mine. Just said I hate it. Oh, so okay. You immediately sang it. You know, there's different versions of that. I'll tell you the best one. Go ahead. Isaac Gabriel Mendelmeyer Stout. Yeah, that's good. When the people always shout, here comes John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, doesn't even rhyme. It's a nursery rhyme. Yeah. Isaac Gabriel Mendelmeyer Stout, his name is my name too. Whenever we go out, the people always shout, here comes Isaac Gabriel Mendelmeyer Stout. That is a mouthful. It is, but it works. Yeah, that's true. Jake Jingleheimer Smith. Psh. Is it Smith or Schmidt? It's all, sh- it's a piece of it's Schmidt. It's Poopsky. That's what it is. It's all it's Poopsky. A steamy piece of Schmidt. Um, there's another one in Spain that I learned recently because my family's Spanish. Jose Jingle Heyman. Well, that turned real Yiddish real fast. <laughs> <somehow>. <laughs> Super Yiddish. <laughs> um, no, what? Um, I guess I, I, I guess I have to look it up. Um, oh, the, what's the short and stout one, too, I didn't like because obviously every time someone said it, everybody had some comment about Oh, um the teapot, teapot. I'm, I'm a little, little teapot. teapot. Short and stout, and I was short, and my last name's Stout, so I, I cut some grief for that. Ring um, around the rosy about the plague. That was a little weird. <laughs> I got it. Are there any? No, they all seem ones? to have kind of like weird uh, origins. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, I think that that's like a pagan kind of thing, right? Like a lot of those things were yeah. like, you know, trying to like ward off evil spirits and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but why do little kids do that? That's weird. So this one is the uh, Spanish version. And um, this guy, I'll put this out here like this. That's good. Oh, I don't want, I just want the, this is the ad. This is the, I'll turn this up. See this guy right here? Yeah. Juan Paco Pedro de la Mar es mi nombre así. Anyway, you get the point. There's like a ton of like versions of it. I don't That's know. That's the Spanish version. I don't know what's more disturbing, the actual nursery rhyme or that you had that on deck on your phone. No, I looked it rock. up. Like I, I had it on it YouTube. Just now. No, you I had a, it on you YouTube. You got a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Your screensaver. No, I I put that. I I play that for the kids sometimes. Yeah, he loves it. Are you he starts to teach smiling him too. Heck yeah. Does he know? I him? would I would teach him as many languages as I possibly I could. Would, that's one thing I want to do. I would. How do you like? Just like in their crib, can I just play like Rosetta Stone tapes and they learn Japanese? <laughs> no, I I think that it's actually like around the time like seven or eight months when they start to like learn like their name and stuff like that. If you put them. They, they there's these new guidelines. Did you hear about the new guidelines for like not putting your kid in front of the TV? No. And having him like the World Health Organization for the first time like put out this thing like you're not supposed to put your kid in front of the TV for uh, I, I'm gonna not say it the same way like sedentary like it's basically like sitting in one spot being passive like not actively involved in a mm-hmm. screen. You're not supposed to like put your kid in front of a screen just leave him there or her there. Um, you're supposed to like. Um, 
if they're in front of a screen, it needs to be engaging, like an iPad or like a phone or something where they can actually like touch and play. Use their brain. Yeah. Um, but like my my thought was if like they're around this age, like seven, eight months, that um, you can play like Netflix, like Spanish Netflix or Japanese Netflix or like whatever it is. I think it'd be really cool to have like Mandarin, Spanish, you know, something crazy like Dutch. and Indy. then. Yeah, they should. Chinese. Yeah, Hindi or yeah, Mandarin. Well, you should play it in all like alternate, like so. I have it in English, then play it in Spanish. Right. Like if I played, um, if I played like Lion King or something for Bo right now and did it in Spanish. Yeah. Like he already knows all the words to Lion King. Like he can ah, he can recite see, it alone. Yeah, that's what that's the way to do that. Maybe the way to do it is you just take like language videos from that place for that age. So if it's if oh, that's a, a good Spanish, idea too. Yeah, a school Spanish video to teach Spanish kids. Right. This is an apple. Right. Play that for them, but just Mandarin, Japanese. Right. That's what I'm gonna do. Then you never even have to see them because you just play eight hours of video a day. Yeah. And they're pooped. Yeah. Then they just go right to sleep. They come out and cuss you out in Japanese, and then. Thirteen <laughs> already. That's what I was worried about. My kids learning Thai also, because then they could just talk. Sh- about me with my wife. Oh yeah, that's, I wasn't. I was kind of like. Uh, that's the way my grandfather is with um, his kids and my grandmother. We thought didn't know shit for like years, and then one time everybody is at the dinner table. It's Christmas, and my grandfather starts talking to one of my uncles about my grandmother, and my grandmother slams her hands down on the table and says, "Fuck this shit! I'm out of here," and leaves. And everybody was like, "What's? What is she so upset about?" She understood everything they were saying for years. He didn't think she could speak Spanish? No. So she's the uh, Daenerys of your story? where Pretty much. Uh, she's getting the Unsullied and nobody yeah. thinks she can speak Valerian? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Good Good reference. Yeah. I just watched the episode like last week. Uh, I did too. I think everyone did. Most people. So you had two questions. That was one. Oh, um, how do you feel about uh, children's books? Um, I guess good. I mean, this is your segue to say that you could, um, that you're good with that kind of stuff. I am. Like I said, I would pick and choose probably. There are some that are just weird and there are some that are just cornball, like just cause it's like, Oh, the fuzzy monsters. Look at them. Yeah. I want ones that have good moral stories backing it with good pictures. I'm an artist illustrator. So. I really like the picture yeah, stuff. Yeah, not not like your rapey poutfish. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you if you read some of the reviews on some of these children's books, you you know. What are your parents, favorite children's parents, books? Parents parents get really upset. I like Dr. Seuss. I love Dr. Seuss. He can get dark too though. Mm-hmm. That's true. But I think Dr. Seuss I I learned this actually. So my book recommendation last week, um I didn't really realize that like the new Dr. Seuss, like Dr. Seuss characters are all written uh, by the same person that um, was for the book recommendation last week. Really? I think her name's like uh, Trish Raby or something like that. Rabby, Rabe. Oh, they're still coming out with new Dr. Seuss stuff? Yeah, what was the... Um, I had one last week, I think, that like... I forget the title of it. Um, here, I'll look it up real quick. But they like... Um, it's all... All of those books, I think, are... Well, not all of them. There are a significant number of those books that are written by this person. Here's the author's name. Or oh, uh, Shel Silverstein is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. 
Because it's a little bit more advanced. Like I, we got two copies of that. I haven't, um, I haven't delved into that yet. It can, he's one of those. It's like Pixar. Like yeah. they're entertaining for kids with underlying jokes for. He's got some really dark stuff get. too. Oh yeah, he he goes real dark. Yeah, but he's funny, and again, it it would be entertaining for the reader, adult, as well as the kid. Yeah, I think the um, this was like there's no place like space by Tish Rabe, Rab mm-hmm. Rabe. How do you pronounce that last name? Uh, rabies. Rabies. Yeah. Um, and I was reading another one of the Cat in the Hat books this week, and same author. So, oh. in any case, uh, any final thoughts, guys? Um, <clears throat> yeah, still terrified. Uh, I guess I'll just have to tune into this podcast to learn so all the stuff I need to know before I actually pop one out. How close are you, in you know, in in your life to to actually? Like I said, I would. I would go ahead and do it. I just don't. Uh, I gotta have a a woman to do it with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that helps. That's really my biggest yeah. obstacle, you know. Because a baby, you can kind of form them, and you know they're innocent and they're cool, and I'm down for that, you know. But a, a woman, I don't know if I want to make. Are that you kind looking of for like the whole thing, like the whole like family deal, or are you just like somebody wants to have a baby and then we just do the like. You know, amicable like single parent thing. That would be ideal for me. Yeah, I would. I would do the sing or the double parent household thing, but I would prefer to go it alone, just because. Just from experience, you know, anything's possible. But mm-hmm. from experience, if I'm with a girl for twenty years, then it, I feel like the kid's going to be raised in a household where the parents hate each other, and that's. Even if you try to hide it, that's never healthy. Yeah. So I'd rather have a girl as more of a donor. If you're, if you can do that. Yeah, you can. That's definitely a thing. I would like to. It's do expensive. That. It's, it's, it's expensive really expensive. Thing. Yeah. So is having a wife. That's that's, that's also true. Also true. <laughs> yeah. So that's ideal for me. You know what's more expensive than having a wife? Having a baby. That's true too. I was going to say... Losing a wife? Losing a wife. <laughs> yeah, see? Another problem I won't have to really get into. Yeah. So ideally, you would have a baby and the mother would die during birth? Not die. I'm kidding. Oh, my Joke. God. Cut that. Coma, maybe. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, on to the book recommendation for today. Um, hold on. I actually um, tried to write a contract one time for a baby on a napkin port. The girl I was dating, we had kind of breakup-ish intercourse. Yeah. And something happened, and she tried to kind of trick me into having a baby. And so there was a pregnancy scare, and I made her sign a napkin when I was leaving Ireland. Sign a napkin that said, if you're pregnant, I'll take full responsibility as long as the baby comes to America and you stay in Ireland. Almost worked. Almost. Maybe it worked because, like, a year later, I saw on Facebook she was married to a dude that looked a lot like me mm. with, with a kid. That's interesting. I never really put that together till just now. You should look into that. <laughs> should I? Mm. From afar. From a from a distance, over the pond. What if the baby has like a mohawk and, and yeah, red hair? It was weird. He came out of the birth canal with a red <laughs> mohawk, and I was like, uh oh, something's up. 
Something's up. Yeah, for what sure. What's that placenta taste like? Yeah. It's a little potato-y. <laughs> Why? Irish? Because it's in Ireland. Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, you want to hit my book music? I did already once, but okay. I'll do it again. Books. Yeah, this one's uh, Good Night, Darth Vader uh, by Jeffrey Brown. Oh, that's a good one. Um, did you have this one? Um, not yet. I want it. I've seen it. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm, I just bought it. I haven't read it yet, but uh, I'm super stoked about it because it's got um, you know, some, some of the core characters there. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like a Princess Leia character. Uh, my biggest like a, concern with that would then be to, you know, reading that story and then confusing the actual plot of Star Wars. Yeah. Once I show that to them. Yeah. I don't or know. the main character being a supervillain in your children's book. That That is also and, true. And he's dead. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that one. Yeah, I didn't think about that at all. It was it was $6, so I was like, that's a good, that's a good price for Unless you're going to be... Eric can go to half price books. I don't go to half price books. Oh, okay. I go to Ollie's. Oh, Ollie's. I forgot. Um, okay. Well, that's kind of that. Um, and uh, any final thoughts, uh, Mr. Stout? Um, no, I think the, the main takeaway that I get from this experience is that same thing I said in the beginning to bring it full circle. There's no guidebook. Everything's kind of individual yeah. pieces that you like here and there. Talk to people listen to awesome podcasts that are informational such as this one and go your own way. And if anybody knows a donor, then they should get in touch with you. And I don't have very high standards. Yeah. And then, um, why don't you plug yourself one more time before going? Um, if anyone's looking for an awesome travel experience before having kids or after after having kids, or as a getaway, as a getaway, as a honeymoon. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, just break from life in general. It's the Bucket List Club. We are an experienced-based travel company, events. We don't just go to Spain just to see Spain for the beaches three times a year. We go to Spain once a year for the running of the bulls, you know, Oktoberfest, Thai New Year, et cetera. And then we have these awesome itineraries around it with a family core-based travel following of gypsy, bandit, pirates. Yeah. Really Lots fun. of pirates. www.bucketlistclub.earth. Social media is all Bucket List Earth. I'm Isaac Stout, joined with these guys, the fathers of the average. I was going to say fathers <laughs> oh, of the year, but pretty. <laughs> fathers of pretty, average children. Yeah, pre- pretty median, I would say. Well, I was going to link your video to uh, Bucket List Club uh, until just now, but um, we'll see hey, how that goes. Uh, average guys got to stick together. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, everybody. Um, Well, this is your first time hearing this, but uh, be a dad. Be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Bye. Bye. Bye.